Hello, this is Steve Shirley with RNS Northeast, and this is the Clean Life. Welcome into the clean life. I'm back. It's Dave coming to you live with Laura from high atop the Avcare Studios in Pulaski, Tennessee. I'm so doing? glad you're back. Ah, you've been it's doing not just so me well talking, without it's not, not just me talking into a microphone I now. I think I've decided I'd rather listen. Oh, gosh. So, so I woke up this morning and somebody said, the Dow Jones dropped a thousand points yesterday because of the coronavirus. Now, number one, I don't know what it means when the Dow Jones drops a thousand <laughs> points because I don't have any investments. I've got a four hundred one k that's about that tall. I mean, it's, it's like it's it's like uh, lint, yeah. You know, so I don't get that. But then I don't understand how something like that is affecting everything. So. We brought our two resident experts in today. Yeah. We had uh, Lowell Whiteman with 360 Mindset joining us today, and Carrie Dilly, VP of Sales at Avcare LLC. Welcome, gentlemen. Why am I about to go broke over the coronavirus? Well, I know for me, it's because you're concerned about your health. I, I flew in on my magic carpet because I didn't trust the airlines, and I didn't want to have to wear a mask the entire trip. I bet that got breezy. What was your, what was your, yeah. your flight level? Well, you know, we didn't have a lot of people on the flight. And it was supposed Surprising. to go f- stop in Nashville and go on to Florida, you know, think f- sunny Florida, go, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. We had uh, more than enough sh- uh, seats left over. And so for me, you, your concern to answer your question is that people don't go to work. It's hard to make parts. It's hard to supply the parts that then get into a particular piece of equipment, like a Caterpillar bulldozer or an Audi car or an iPhone. And because they can't make them, they can't sell them. So that's where the impact on the stock exchange happens, and you have a thousand-point drop. You really didn't fly in on a carpet? No, I didn't. I didn't. Oh, man. What you mean? Somebody ran out there and sold their Apple stock because... To me, I mean, to me, it just looked like the rich guys dumping, have, dumping again. Have you seen so the that pred- they can buy it back lower and start all over well, again? Well, you have that strategy, but there's also the strategy of the cost per share goes down because of the problem. But then the, the those who have enough money, like many of us don't, uh, they sell to be able to buy back because they know that if this keeps going and the prices keep coming down, it's going to be better for them with the later cash. on with. Well, yeah, yeah those so people, <clears throat> those people who own Amazon at. $3,000 a share. It's almost yeah. a, a live short process. Yeah, it is. You know, it's, it's, it's short, shorting in real time. Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, people are playing. The, they're, they're trying to guess as to how fast it will drop and then guess as to when it will stop mm. and go back up. And hopefully they would have, as the, as the saying goes, you know, buy low, sell high kind of thing. Okay. And, but, and this is not a financial show, but explain it to me. Somebody with that kind of money can sell off enough investment strategy to hit the hit the Dow Jones hard like that but then typically they don't really feel it and the opportunities that present themselves off that sell off because it's an indicator and people like us you know what was it Eddie Murphy you say I won't be able to buy my old son the GI Joe with the kung fu grip 
You know? Yeah, yeah. So then everybody goes into mass hysterics. Everybody else sells off. And then these guys with all the money that still have plenty of money in the bank start picking up bargains. Well, and as calloused as it sounds, they do it on purpose. Well, of course they because do it they, on purpose. And they're hoping that the market will respond accordingly to your point. So that, the coronavirus right. is their fault is what you're saying. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's a book. Who started Ooh. the coronavirus oh, to see, afraid investors? To okay, so today is February the 25th, 2020. <laughs> yep. We are all we're four in it. this room, and Laura's going to start writing this book, and we're all going to take 25% of it. <laughs> all right. All right. Hey. You guys I, do the research so for who me. Who started I got the you. coronavirus, Laura? Who started? You did. It I was, know you did. It was somebody uh, in this room. Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Bill liked that. <laughs> I think it might have been Zuckerman. You know, he's the one that we want to blame everything on because it's all Facebook. Or, or maybe the guy in his name Tom. Wasn't isn't that your first friend on Facebook? Tom? <laughs> MySpace or MySpace? Yeah. <laughs> well, I wonder what's happening to Tom. So, but so, but to get to kind of reel it back in, <laughs> it is affecting everybody's mindset. So, and we'll go to the 360 mindset. Yeah. How? Yeah. The reality is that in business, you have employees that work for you. Well, if they can't come to work because they're sick with a virus, whether it's Corona or just basically influenza, that's, that will have a major impact on your ability to deliver parts to someone who then with those parts creates a piece of machinery or a car or a cell phone, whatever it might be. So when we have this large, very fast progression of the disease to the point that there's so many people that aren't going to work that plants have to close down, it's not just about the parts not getting to where they need to go. It's the delay of the time for them to re get back up to do that again when the employees are, are healthy that also has a long-term impact on the ability to deliver goods and services. So it, it's... It's more than just a casual impact on price. It's, a, it's an impact on quality of goods, development of the, the supply line and the supply chain uh, of, of product. And that's going to have impacts. Gosh, it's sad to say, but it's going to have impacts on the price of milk because there's those who are going to take advantage of if costs are happening in one way, we're going to raise the prices in the other because we have the opportunity to gain more profit because of the adversity that people are feeling. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm, as we all know, I'm the resident cynic. I am not so cynical that I don't realize that this has some effect on it. But how yeah. much of it is, in your opinion, mm -hmm. or even if you've ever even thought this far, alarmism. In other words, if I woke up this morning and called my boss and said, I'm not coming to work today. I'm a little bit frightened with this coronavirus thing. I'm in southern middle Tennessee, not really going to fly. But, I mean, what's she going to tell me? She, she's going to uh, it's an HR thing at that point. I mean, anybody that wanted to take yeah. advantage of it could take advantage of it. Look at Dave, you know, we're all human beings that aren't perfect and that's going to happen. And that human resource professionals, as well as the people at the CDC, you know, the, the, the disease center, uh, they are also concerned. So they don't, they don't send out messages too prematurely to raise that, that right. factor up too high, too fast. Now that's got a double-edged sword to it because you, if you if you hold back the information and yet you know there's more cases coming and you want to hold it back so you don't raise up the the energy and the emotion too high too fast, you're also not being honest with the community about what's really happening. So you've seen recently a spike in the number of cases because they held them back 
on purpose. Right. They they knew they were there, but they held them back. So yeah, you're you're gonna have people that take advantage of it. Say, oh my gosh, I have the coronavirus. I can't come into work today. <laughs> and then there's legit cases. But then the question becomes, what is the real number that represents how deep and long will the impact be on us economically? Well, in but some cases, does. I've heard where it was gonna take them a year to develop a, a an anti or an or cure. Well, the statement I was going to make, it doesn't take a huge impact due to one disease to, to ripple the waters really bad. Look at, at Canada in 2003, Toronto recorded 361 SARS cases, and out of that they had 33 deaths. And their economists pretty much wrote off that $5 billion loss to their GDP that year. Over 300 cases. And, and and that number compared to what we're we're seeing historically, if you look at just the impact of influenza, no specific influenza, but just influenza in general, it's a multi-billion-dollar negative impact uh, per year, uh, just on what happens to society in normal cases. It's not an epidemic. It's not a pandemic. It's just what happens. You know, we get sick. You know, we don't wash our hands. We cough, and we don't cover our mouths. You know, we just do stuff, and it it has an impact. Now, when you have the influence of increasing it due to something like the coronavirus, that's, that's going to have more than just a momentary blip in the increases in costs. It, it could close companies down. It could shut businesses off. Yeah. If, if you had, just imagine this, let's say that, that there's a, 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 South, a Southern Chinese farmer running a fever. He could reduce the income of a baggage handler at JFK. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's how influential it is. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, it, it's and that's a that's again a difference than the casual influenza. This is something that spreads very fast. I mean, other examples of that that aren't necessarily influenza based is the Ebola virus. And when that happened, it it was very quick, very um, um, cataclysmic, um, and it wasn't. There was no solution ready at at the at the hands of our governments and agencies to handle it. With the coronavirus. Not only is it fast, but it's it's pervasive. It's big bodies of people that are getting it uh, because it's passed on to people in different and more uh, pervasive ways than, say, an Ebola virus. Ebola, you had to have physical contact with them. This is airborne. It's as well as uh, fluids uh, and touch. So you that live on surfaces. Yeah, yeah. So you Table could actually be disinfecting your areas and. Help, trying to help keep it under control. Yeah. Well, yeah. At, at first, they thought it was just animal to human contact that that was causing this because it, it kind of started in a fish market or a seafood market and live animal market, and then they realized that b based on the spread, this has to be people to people as well. So, so it kind of started as one thing, and then they were like, "Oh crap, this is this is blown up." So they kind of had to totally revamp their their efforts. Wouldn't you just it. like to have them on one day? Whoever they are, well, you know what? they they're busy. Who are they? CDC. Okay. How about that? They've got <laughs> yellow suits on with face masks. And oh gloves. yeah, none of them are getting any sleep. You right don't now know who either. they are. No, yeah. nobody is. Nobody is. They're worried. About <laughs> well, then this. I I go the other extreme. You know, as as the Spartan that I am. You know, just throw your kids in the dirt. You know, just protect them. Get them all dirty. Make them eat yeah. dirt. You know, give them the germs they need to protect them. I was going to say you build up a certain resistance to <laughs> things if you roll in the dirt enough. Our Walt's free. Yeah, works through dirt. It does. It does. Anyway, <laughs> love it. Four hours of protection. Hey, let me tell you, good. I was doling Waltz free out Sunday morning in church. I, I had, I was playing two services, <laughs> and the guy that was running sound for the first service said, "I'm feeling good. I'm going to go oh, home." Oh no! Got somebody else to take over. 
Well, I was playing, so I didn't have to go back and run the soundboard, but he texted somebody from the walk-in clinic. I just tested positive for the flu. I was out in my car (laughs) because we'd been to enough shows and conferences and meetings. I had a whole box of Walt's free samples in the back of my car. I went in there with, I looked like I was in a parade. (laughs) Just throwing that stuff out back here. You didn't have your square credit card reader out? No, 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 because they were samples. But you know what? It was a great opportunity to educate them on that product because they were all looking at going, well, what is it? We have a, we have a, a rep, her, uh, one of her parents had to have a heart replacement. Oh my gosh. And the team that did the heart replacement absolutely loves. Nice. Walt yeah. Free. That's amazing. Well, you know, it's interesting. It, the cost that we've seen in, in statistics from counties across the country range from $32 a person to deal with just the cost of, of colds and flus mm-hmm. to over $250 per person. Now that's just the disease itself. Wow. Imagine what happens when you're managing um, just your household, you know, how much more uh, paper towels you use and how much Toilet more paper. cleaning you do. And can you imagine walking into church and getting sprayed before you get into the <laughs> sanctuary just to keep yourself germ, germ free? Everybody's in line at the baptismal trying to just get rinsed every, off. Yeah, everybody thinks about those initial costs, but like, oh, yeah. just the, the waterfall effect that it has and how much it can really impact and trickle through your well, life. Just, just look at when you're walking around restaurants or healthcare places and people are carrying around alcohol-based wipes. You know, they've got them, you know, coming off their belt loop to you know yeah. i gotta clean off the doorknob or you the handrails rubber gloves to use those wipes yeah so I, I think we're gonna be in a star trek state sometime soon where we're gonna all wear hermetically sealed uniforms and headgear so that we don't let any part of our body in get what involved what do you think our anybody. uniform's gonna look like Oh, I want it to be because I mean, really when you cool ever you see somebody in the future color. they've all got on like i just want to say customize beam me the up color with a little thing you know beam me up yeah. scotty yeah, well, there you go. I have a few. Do you think that process is disinfecting? My, yeah, I, oh, yeah, germs have nothing to hold on to. It's fair. Yeah, I well. Well, you know, oddly, you say that. What is it? Um, there, there's a, there's a, something you can uh, silver. I think it is. Is it silver? In the in the fabric that yeah well, well, yes that it, it's, it's uh, it yeah it does it has silver in it if you uh-huh. put that silver a germ cannot attach itself to silver they their selling point is it doesn't sweat you know you don't have the odor of, yeah. of stuff from right. the silver but the other part is the germ the germ doesn't yeah, the attach germ, itself it can't attach to it, it. yeah so yeah. you know you get your scrubs it's too expensive that. for the germs they can't yeah. attach themselves to really expensive stuff why you never heard of it. You know, but I was, but my thought was uh, a microfiber cloth and this company that I talked to had a microfiber cloth that was laced with silver. Yeah. Yeah. So that now I don't, I don't know if it was just, well, you just wipe it off. It just, wherever you pushed it, that's where it's going to go. Oh, okay. Because until you have a force to push it away, it's going to just kind of lay there like a wind or a breeze or some kind of motion. But, you know, for me, this whole situation, it's it's not fun to be, have a cold, have the flu, whatever. I just don't like having to stop. I like to move around. Not everybody's like that. But that being said, being sick is being sick. It's not fun. Uh, But for me, it's the impact it's having on the quality of our life that I think we need to be focused on more often. Um, and one of the things I like about what, what Avcare does is what, whatever the product is, you're talking about the quality of life and being healthy in that, that pursuit. And 
with the, the virus, and I'm going to use influenza because it doesn't matter whether it's coronavirus or any, any chicken flu, whatever, yeah. whatever name you put on it, um, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have its impact in society. So I, I think that we need to be very um, aware of those steps we take. I know for me as a kid, my mom was constantly, cover your mouth, you know, wash your hands before you eat, you know, all these kind. Of, and I'm healthy as, well, I think I, for my age, I don't have many days down. And if I do, I still am functional. That doesn't seem to be the case anymore. I, I think we've, we've got some changes to make. There's just so many of us. Yeah. Now uh, than there used to that. be. I mean, you think about well, oh, it's a and, conversation and, and, and I think for it, another I time. Think, yeah, it's exponential. <laughs> well, I think it's I, it's exponential. I mean, because I mean, I think about twenty years ago, um, I remember a guy coming around and selling cancer policies door to door twenty years ago, and I'm and at that moment I didn't really know anybody that had cancer. Nobody in my family had it. None of my friends had it. I thought, well, I'm never going to get what I need a cancer policy. Well, today. 20, 30 years later, you look around and you go, well, okay, my mom had it and my uncle had it. And I know my, yeah. I got a cousin that's had it, you know, that's fought off leukemia, you know. So it's just, there's so much that the, I guess the odds are but, decreasing on us because there's so many of us. But 20 years ago, my three year old nephew was still chewing the lead paint off the side of his. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, we were drinking water out of water hose. Well, so yeah, we'd, we'd society be has the, come a long way. I, in the field, I'm, you're hot, you're sweaty, fire that yep, water. Yep. Open the water hose up. remember yeah. riding all the way from West Memphis, Arkansas to Fort Lauderdale, Florida in the back window <laughs> of my dad's Studebaker. <laughs> you sleep the whole way? <laughs> yeah, yeah but, except for when he hit the brake and I'd roll out into the seat. <laughs> we forgot my fun. sister one time because she was sleeping on the floorboards. We covered her up with blankets. <laughs> we forgot her in the car. Oh, that's funny. All right, we're Life. at the midway point here. We're going to take a little break. Pay some bills. We'll be back talking to the guys and the girl. The clean life. We're coming at you. Stay with us. What if I told you there was a safe way to clean and disinfect your home without using toxic or hazardous chemicals? A product that is safe for your family, safe for your pets, plus safe for your environment? Well, there is. It's new Waltz D by Avcare. Waltz D is an EPA-registered, non-toxic, hard-surface disinfectant that is safe for use in all areas of your home. Waltz D is also FDA-approved for food service and food prep areas. Using Waltz D will disinfect any area of your home or business, killing 99.9% .9 of germs including salmonella, E. coli, norovirus, staph, and much more. Why just clean when you can also protect, disinfect, and deodorize with Waltz D? You can order Waltz D by visiting store.avcare.com. That's store.avcare.com. Hey, this is Carol Ann Hoffman. Be sure to subscribe to The Clean Life. There are new episodes available every Wednesday. All right, it's the clean life. Not feeling too clean about it today, though, with all this 
stuff going on. My goodness gracious me. I never feel clean after. I feel like I just need to go disinfect my every uh-huh. single week. We sit in here and I need to disinfect my entire home all over again. I know. it. So, so we've been talking about coronavirus, but, but Coach, we were talking not that long ago about just the economic impact of certain things. And I'll give you an, my example was norovirus on a cruise ship. There's a norovirus outbreak on a cruise ship. Okay, that's a foodborne pathogen. So that brings the cruise to a screeching halt. They spend $10 million per episode when something like that happens. Think about that. Well, and I think the thinking part of your comment is about our habits of just monitoring our environment, whether it's uh, a norovirus or H1N1 or corona or whatever it is. It doesn't matter if, in a, in a good way, it doesn't matter if you just take care of your space. You know, the, the surfaces that are touched, the, the hand railings, the doorknobs, the countertops, the tabletops, heck, even the arms of chairs, now that we know the, the, the uh, conditions of these pathogens and where they kind of manifest themselves, is to make sure that you're, you're insightful about how do we clean this and what do we choose to clean it with or, or how does it apply? And I think there's another good piece about why Avcare is so good about what they do in, in, in creating uh, healthy scenarios is that you you have devices that you use that create this electric static charge in the dispensing of products so it it adheres to these surfaces and it doesn't get washed away you know and knowing that that be smart enough to know that when it's an alcohol-based product it has a short life yeah it's got a good kill rate quickly but it doesn't stick around very long if if it takes 21 seconds to apply an alcohol-based product how do you make up for that 14 seconds that you don't have alcohol because alcohol evaporates in seven seconds. Yeah. I just drink more. That, yeah. I, that's you get I, your alcohol so a different you, way. You can, you can drink. You can drink, especially the popular well, that, brands. It's and like that's having why it's a two problem. shots, of, shots vodka. of vodka. Yeah. 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 Well, and yeah. That, that, and, and it's, <laughs> I was telling that to a group of people, well, in church, as a matter of fact, yeah. when I was passing out the waltz free. They, and the older people in the room were like, well, I had no idea. There's like a 17, 18 year old boy sitting on the couch. He said, "Oh yeah, I had two friends arrested for, oh my for drinking that, that drinking hand sanitizer. Yeah, that, yeah. Ha- that happens with elementary age school kids. Yeah, I know it to be a fact. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, so, so being aware of your environment, both on the positive and the negative side of things, has an impact on the preventative side to the number you mentioned, the ten million dollars per incident yeah. kind of thing. That won't happen if you've trained and educated your support staff in the craft to take care of this well, stuff. I think so many people take, they just take that for granted. Like, I don't think anybody knows about that alcohol piece that it, it evaporates in seven seconds. Everybody assumes that when they're using the, these alcohol-based hand sanitizers that they're doing the job. They take that for granted and they don't realize that there are 14 seconds in that time frame where they are not getting protection at all. Well, I was sitting in the boardroom the day they brought this product in. Well, it's free. Yeah. yeah. And and that was the the people that that brought it to Avcare. That was that was the what can't the what of the hour and a half meeting I sat through. It was that yeah. 10 seconds I was like change There's your, your selling yeah. point right that. So Carrie, well, here's what I want cuz I know Avcare's putting together a sales team to go out and attack this. But even even maybe and you might be able to speak to this but like the $10 million an episode with norovirus. Mm-hmm. Is that such a drop in the bucket with the cruise line that they don't think about it, which makes all of the stuff we're talking about and trying to do, we're way ahead of our time. How much do you have to start spending so that you can walk, your team can walk in with a number and go, you know what, you're spending 
$6 billion a year on this. You're spending $10 billion a year fighting C. diff in healthcare, uh, the healthcare environment. I mean, it's, at what point do you think we ought to maybe start uh, replacing the, the turn signal? I think they make a conscious effort knowing that that's going to happen, which is why passenger tickets are outrageous, and I'm not taking a – a jab build it into the, the budget. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, you have to. Yeah, that's a certain. Yeah, that's a certain. But I think what this product offers, obviously, there's uh, there's features that go far and beyond what the typical alcohol-based sanitation product goes. But for instance, the Waltz Free product, it requires about a fourth of what your alcohol-based product would use. We, we like Brill came to say, a little dab will do you. A little dab will do you. But I, I, seriously, do the math. And then there was dippity you have, do. Sorry. You have, you have, hair care on you. you have four proverbial shots of the, the, hand, the hand sanitizer, alcohol-based. You're rubbing, you're rubbing, and they tell you to rub for 30 seconds. But after seven seconds, all that alcohol is evaporated. Your hands are dry. hands going to crack. Our lotion, we use a, a fourth of the dose. Simple application, 30-second rub. And you're covered for four hours. You have to, I think it kills, a, and it kills there, the norovirus. I think there's an okay. entire show in that right there. I say we yeah. go get a bunch of products, right on. and actually bring them on and read the instructions. All right, and just see how we, ludicrous they actually if are. If we have to use them, I'm wearing gloves when I. Put I mean, on because well, for instance, a lot of people well, yeah. don't know that bleach has a 10 minute dwell time for C diff. I don't think anybody knows that there. I don't that know. dwell times exist. No. Which, I, they, exactly. <laughs> Look, that's one of the biggest hurdles in the market that we come across is when we talk to somebody about disinfectants, and I'm not taking away anything from anybody, but on occasion you'll run into somebody, whether it's a healthcare entity or whether it's a a food service entity or what have you, and we ask them how do you how do you kill how do you clean your countertops? Oh, we bleach them once a week. Really? Okay. How does that work? Well, we rub them down and, and wipe them off. Well, and after, and you, after you and I say you know we have a product. Well, yeah, but we're only spending ninety nine cents for this bleach, and I'm, I'm okay. You're tearing up your metal counters. You're not leaving it on to kill squat. Not I was going to say when you start talking to them about dwell time, I've heard somebody say, "Oh, we ain't got that kind of time." Well, okay, well, just, why don't you just hose it down with Coca-Cola then? Well, and ask people if, when they go to go to the hospital for a minor surgery, let's say, did you check out where they're using Purell at or any alcohol products near the surgical well, suite? Look at the floor where they're using it. Yeah, because yeah. it's it's a safety issue. It's a flammable. It's a hazardous waste product. So none of that can go in the surgical suite. But that doesn't mean hospitals don't do it anyway. So be aware of these kinds of things so that you, you practice safe behaviors as a consumer about it or in the cruise line. They want to make sure you come back. It's like a restaurant cleaning tables. They want to give you a good experience, get you out as fast as possible with that and good experience. fill the table again so hey, they can get exactly. more money. Let's, but let's look a little deeper than the, the waiting room. For lack of better terms, I went through the whole colonoscopy deal a couple months ago. I like how he said that. He went yeah. through the whole colonoscopy. Right. The whole <laughs> deal. Yeah. Yeah. I did. We're going to take this what, quick commercial break. <laughs> but what people don't understand is when I go under anesthetics, it's a, a different process for me because I don't just crash out. They have to watch my blood pressure and whatever. So the whole time they're trying to get me to go sleep, I'm watching the monitor where they're cleaning these cameras. Yeah. I'm not satisfied <laughs> with just somebody wiping something off with a rag. And that's why the anesthesia didn't work. Yeah, I was that's like, the I, real reason. I want, some, I want some Waltz D or some Waltz Pro, whatever, you know. 
Didn't you know you were in a field hospital at the time? It was just a tent. <laughs> yeah. Most people bring their own hot sauce. We bring our own disinfectant. Yeah. We bring our own disinfectant when we go to the hospital. Yeah, that's a story for another time. And if we ever have a, a comedy version of The Clean Life, that's a story. I think we're having it right now. Every version is a comedy version. I mean, Any version with you guys on it is a comedy version. Well, I thank you for that. But comedy is part of how to get through life. It is. Even when it's dramatically impacted by things like coronavirus and the many many millions and millions of dollars that are being overly expended to take care of it. When, if we're aware of our environment, we take care of it as consumers, we're going to prevent it. Well, reduce for sure, but if not prevent the proliferation of the, of the diseases, um, you know, it's one thing to say, well, population, we've got too many people. That's great, but we could still have the people and do things right to make sure that we don't share too much with one another. Um, well, and that, that's just about just training yourself and doing it right. And I, I, I think the point I was trying to make a while ago that, you know, we're not, there's not enough self-awareness about it. And, and I'll give you a, I'll give you a prime example. Me riding in that window all the way to Florida. Yeah. Today they would be putting my parents in jail yeah, for that. Yeah. Okay. The car had the seatbelt. There have been seatbelts in the car since what? I know they were in the 60s. I don't think Fred Flintstone had seats. We had them in the 60s because we used to tuck them down up under the seats so we didn't have to sit on them because they get hot in the summertime. Yeah. But they're there. So, and I remember when just before the seatbelt laws came up, I was traveling playing music. So I was in the car or in a van or in a truck every day. And I got to wear my seatbelt because I just thought, well, you know what? As much as I'm riding in the car, my odds of being in a wreck are going to, you know, they'll double. So I'm just going to wear the seatbelt. So by the time it actually became a law everywhere, I was already wearing it. Well, I guess all I'm saying is if you're listening to this show or you're hearing about this show, what we're saying is is go ahead and start thinking about this now before we have to make it a law. Yeah, pull your you know, seatbelt off. Before we make it a yeah, don't necessary. Suck your seat belt in no, <laughs> get, get you some, uh, some waltz free. Make sure you're carrying hand sanitizer around with you and not the kind that'll get you liquored up if you're in a pinch. I mean, yeah. you know, yeah. get well, the right thing. And that's the whole reason that The Clean Life was kind of born as a podcast is we are trying to inform everybody and give them as much information as possible so that you guys can take action on all of these things. And, you know, we're not just spewing information for the sake of information. We're trying to give you guys your resources so that you can attack this yourself and, and take, take the power into your own hands and, and do it. Okay, Carrie, take a last shot, and then I'm going to give Coach the last word. Take a last shot. Take the last shot. Check out our Waltz Free. Check out our Waltz Pro and our Waltz D. Store.avcare.com. You'll, you'll, Store. be, you'll be surprised at the results. But do me a favor. Record your results. Send them to me. and Let's let's link up on LinkedIn, and, and uh, we'll share the results. And I'm doing my best to become a LinkedIn celebrity. Hey, you know you what? Are a li- you're, <laughs> you're our LinkedIn celebrity. If you, can, if you message Carrie Dilly on LinkedIn and tell him you heard about Walt's Free here, he'll send you a bottle. Yep. Message, I'll, I'll link message, everything in the show notes. So if you guys, message if Carrie you guys on want to find Carrie. He'll take care of that. Coach, parting shot? Well, I, I think the thing to echo is the environment. Just be aware of where you're at and take care of yourself in that environment with, with knowledge about how to do that. Wash your hands. That's still, doctors will still say the first line of defense, soap and water, wash your hands. Agitation and wringing of your hands is great. But if you want a four-hour protection along with that, then put on the waltz free to make sure that happens. Lastly, I want to say that with that understanding and awareness, be, be mindful of the people that are around you so that you are not only doing it for yourself, but you're sharing the knowledge. Just like uh, David and I are going to share the knowledge on April 23rd when we go out to the NFL draft and talk to some athletic people about 
being healthy and well well taken care of in their healthy life. So look forward to that in the future, April 23rd and 24th, out in wonderful Las Vegas, where we're going to help the uh, the Vegas Raiders. I maybe think we'll I record something. Do you guys need here. a cameraman? That, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to conveniently be sick. That we day. barely get Laura to drive. She ain't. Fine. That, that's that's my birthday week. I'm, I'm not doing anything. <laughs> well, and thank you, Avcare, for all your help and support. Right on. All right. Well, that's going to do it for the clean life. Thank you guys so much for coming on with us. It's always a pleasure to have you. Kind of nice to be back in the captain's chair for a change. Laura will be returning next week. No. Until then, wash your hands. Get your flu shot. We'll see you next time.